Let's go. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is uh, the Fantasy Football Show. I am your host, uh, Matt Ramage. All right, let's see if we can get this off, dude. I swear I suck. It's hard to do all, everything at once over here. But uh, this is the Matt Ramage Show. Thanks for tuning in with my guys. We got Dakota up there. We got Mr. Rev Trev. We're going to talk some fantasy football. But before we do that, uh, big shout out to Quick Trip, sponsoring the show. And actually, I just re-upped with them. I'm going to be with them for, for another year, so I'm glad that they didn't ditch me, you know what I mean? But uh, so big shout out to Quick Trip. I'm actually going to – I have some ideas for uh, some cool videos that I, I'm going to do at Quick Trip. But uh, everyone who doesn't know, Packers points over at Quick Trip, every dollar you spend is a, is a Packers point. You can use those Packers points on a Quick Rewards app, win cool prizes. They got all types of cool stuff over there. So be sure that you're using the Quick Rewards app and uh, – you know, do the package points. But let's let's uh bring in Dakota over here. We got Rev Trev down there, but what's going on? How how is your week going? Uh, you know, um Packers didn't play very well, so that was below average. But uh it's uh it's it uh, it was a holiday yesterday, so my week's going okay, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> how how about you, man? Oh wait, I think I yeah, I'm doing well, guys. Uh, I live in Canada, so we have a Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend. It was awesome. It was super fun. Uh, everything was great until Sunday night, uh, Monday night football, but <laughs> everything else was perfect and wonderful. So, uh, And my fantasy teams, because of this weekend with being wild, just got slaughtered. I lost a, a game by like less than a point. It was stupid. I want to quit fantasy football. I want to throw things. Oh, than that, I'm totally fine, guys. Yeah, I actually, uh, I got the win in, in fantasy football. And I, I don't know how I had Aaron Jones starting, but uh, I, I got lucky. I won 97 to 93. That was, uh, and, I think, and I was like a, a little bit worried about Aaron Jones not playing. And so like that, his last player, I think was Sunday night football. And I was watching it, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I think he had, I forget who he had. But uh, I was just saying, like, dude, stop that guy. Just don't let him get, because I, I did not want to get below and have to depend on Aaron Jones playing. But I, I, I beginning of the year, or week, I thought for sure. I, I didn't have a question about it. I'm like, yeah, Aaron Jones playing. But the, later I got in the week, started hearing stuff. I, I, I wasn't so confident, but I'm glad that that I got that win. But uh, I can show you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up my. Uh, yeah, let's see it. Yeah, congrats on the win, though, Matt. That was last week was rough. It it was. I I only scored ninety seven points. I think I can bring this up here. Um, I'm not sure. It's just showing everyone's. I'm not sure if it's gonna show. You to go to my team, and then you can go to uh, week five on the right hand side there, right there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so it it'll show. Yeah, so L Lamar Jackson. I'm I'm not sure how good everyone could see the screen share, but uh, none of my guys really popped off. I had Diggs with 20 points. I had uh, Adam Thielen had 22, which is pretty good because I haven't played Adam Adam Thielen at all this year. But he he has had a game or two that 
that he kind of popped off. Otherwise, it, it, it hasn't been fantastic. But uh, Swift got me 13, and then Hopkins, who we're going to talk about, he got me 18, and uh, not a lot of bench points either. I mean, obviously, Russell Wilson over there, but uh, Pickens. And, 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 and that was the one. And it's funny because I, I want to talk about that because um, I, I asked you earlier in the – like right before the game, I said it – who should I do, Hopkins or, or Pickens? But, like, it's actually funny because I, I think I could have moved some guys around and maybe had them both and uh, used one as a flex, but I wasn't really sure what to do there, but I still got the win. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you're the one that told me Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, so I told you Hopkins because Hopkins was the safer play. And, in fact, it was the smarter play until the last play of the game in that Steelers game. Steelers were not – like, do not look good. Their offense is terrible. They're – they're chanting to fire Matt Canada. It's an, it's awful there, but you knew that Pickens was the guy that if he got the big touchdown, then he would be valuable, but it's a gamble and you don't know if it's going to happen. That's why Hopkins was a smarter play. That's why Dakota and I were both saying Hopkins. And really at the end of the day, you got the win. So that's good. Well, we were wrong in the result, but we were right in the strategy. And so I think that's the key there in fantasy is honestly, like, Pickens had a good day. They only throw to Pickens. Like, there's nobody else there. It's awful. That whole offense, the running backs look like dog breath. You know what I mean? And I don't you know. Does dog breath look like anything? But anyways, uh, that's a bad uh, example. We but, know what you meant. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that like he, they literally, that's the only guy and they had him locked down for a good chunk of the game. And then he gets this massive catch, runs it in for a touchdown. And I'm like, well, I hope this doesn't screw up Matt's week, but. No, it, it worked out all right. But uh, yeah, I, I think I definitely could have tried to maneuver some guys around and, and, and use some of the flex, but uh, like I say, it worked out. That's the thing, like, with, with fantasy is, like, you have no idea. Because there's, like, guys who are just going to be kind of in the middle, and then every now and again they're going to peak up, and they're, you know, maybe peak down a little bit. And uh, you just hope that you're playing someone who their guys are all peaking down. And, that, and that's kind of what I did. Like, I think the last two weeks both teams I played kind of had rough games, so I kind of – especially this one, I, I got lucky for sure. And that's fantasy football, right? It is, it is. But it's, all right. like, it's awesome when you, you make that right call and you get the guy and you're like, or you, you made the right call, but the guy doesn't play well. And you're like, what? Like, like I had Jefferson, for example, in a league. And it's like, he screwed me over. I lost the game because he got injured. And it's just like, there's nothing I can do. I, I literally started the best wide receiver in the NFL or, or arguably the best wide receiver. And he failed me. And I literally lost a week because of it. Like, like one of my teams this weekend I was going into the week. I was predicted to win because I had Jordan Love, Devontae Adams, Christian Watson, and um, Jones. And, yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. a week like that. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? Actually, that one, I don't think I had Jones. I had Watson. I had Watson, Love, and uh, Devontae Adams, and I lost because they all sucked. Yeah, Devontae <clears throat> Adams got shut down by Preston yeah. Smith. He yeah. doesn't look healthy. <laughs> There's something wrong. He's he doesn't look his normal. He's got the shoulder injury. He's got like a sprained AC joint or something. I was yeah. really hoping they just wouldn't play him for the Packers' sake. 
and I was going against him in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I was excited to see like uh, Devonte and, and Jair. I mean, obviously J- Jair had help when he was on him. He had Preston Smith a little bit, helped him out, <laughs> gave him a couple plays off. Awful. Awful. <laughs> but uh, that that was uh, that was shocking. But anyways, um, let let's get on to like uh, I think that this is an interesting question because you just mentioned Justin Jefferson is on IR, which means he can't play for the next four games. Uh, I'm not sure if I, – I, I actually don't don't even know how, like, severe his injury. Obviously, it's somewhat severe, but is the end of the season severe or uh, will he come back? But how, how do people prepare for that fantasy-wise? Like, who who can they get to, a, to, to replace them, maybe even on the Vikings? Yeah, I, well, I think – go ahead, Dakota. Okay. Um, it, the – they are going to put him on IR from what I read, right? Um, yeah. So he's going to be out at least four weeks. The interesting part of it is that, you know, if the Vikings aren't going to win any of these games and they come back, he comes back and they're, you know, two and seven or something like that. Or, you know, do they even want to bring him back in a lost season um, and just make sure he gets healthy? So that's what is kind of concerning if you're a Justin Jefferson owner. Um I own him in one league as well. Um, As far as other wide receivers, I think, um, you know, Addison's probably going to have the better floor, but Osborne did get a lot of targets once Jefferson went out. So Osborne's probably available in most leagues, whereas Addison's not available in as many leagues. So I'd pick up Osborne as well. Um, I think they're both going to get a value bump. Um, Addison maybe less of a value bump because he was already pretty good, you know. But yeah. uh, but I think those are both guys that are worth rostering. There, I don't think you should expect either of them to put up Justin Jefferson numbers though. Yeah, I th- I'm with you. I think Addison's the guy that you want there. Um, Osborne is too hit and miss. I I do mm. think um, what's interesting about uh, Jefferson is Madison had a good game. <laughs> and we haven't seen that. So they might go to him a little bit more. So that's a little sneaky play there. Uh, might be an RB2 uh, option. I do think if you have, I mean, you, Addison's not on the waiver wire. No, but there's no, there's hardly any leagues that he's on the waiver wire, I believe. So, you know, might be a guy you want to trade for at this time, but I, I'm not really sure. It depends on what you'd have to give up. But I, I wouldn't, I know that Osborne's good and he's sneaky, but. Dakota, like, how often would you trust him to start on your on your roster? He's I mean, I mean, going off of you know, just next week, if you pick them up, I'd be benching him mm-hmm. unless I was in a bind because of the buys. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's more speculative than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get his season high in targets once Jefferson went out. Um, I think he actually led the team in targets, which was interesting. And he was doing some good after the catch stuff from what I saw, which I thought was kind of nice to see. But at the same time, I think, like I said, Addison's got the better weekly floor. You're going to be able to plug him in the flex um, a fair amount of times, I would think. Osborne, uh, you know, he's going to be a risky play unless he starts to really prove himself, which which could happen, which is why I think you should pick him up. But if you if you need a guy but i if you have the option of picking up one or the other addison is the better pickup 
Yeah, and that's the thing with with Justin Jefferson. I feel like Addison is probably the best because it's on that team, and there's going to be a, a, a spot available, you know, more balls available. And but you're not replacing Justin Jefferson. You're not replacing a guy who's expected to get, you know, as many passes thrown him as possible. Like that's their offensive game plan. <laughs> Throw it to Justin Jefferson. So. Yeah. Thanks yeah, and the other interesting screwed. part is Kirk Cousins, you know, they didn't sign him to an extension. They basically said that they're not – they're going to be moving on to him. And maybe they didn't say it exactly, but it sounded like they're going to move on from him next year. So it's interesting if if they start losing games with Jefferson out, if that accelerates that timeline and uh, he go he gets dealt at the deadline. Um, oh, and, yeah. then, and then, you know, it's going to be very – interesting for everybody invested in minnesota skill players in fantasy right yeah that that that, that would be something if uh i never really thought about it too much kirk cousins like even maybe a team like the jets <laughs> i don't yeah i, don't I saw know. somebody mention the jets i don't think the jets have anything left to offer though right yeah I mean, the, the, they, that's true they don't. Don't, didn't they already make a bunch of trades for rogers and they're planning on rogers being back i don't see the jets pulling the trigger on that yeah, and I, th- I feel like Kirk Cousins, too, is more of a guy like I don't think he would want to be a one-stop guy because they plan on having Rodgers back next year. I don't think Kirk – not that it's up to him unless he has a no-trade clause, but I think most pe- teams aren't going to want to bring a guy in that really isn't excited about being that one-year gap guy. Yeah, I could see somebody like um, the Broncos and Sean Payton telling yeah. Kirk that they want him to be the guy and uh, they want to move forward with him, something like that. Um, and then, you know, they they got to get rid of that uh, Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson contract. Um, but yeah, I don't they, know. They, they seem happy over there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're they're doing a fire sale, so I could see them trading, you know, some defenders and uh, a pick and getting cousins and whatever it is. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, to know what team anything like them. that. Like, this isn't like you're trading for a running back. This is a yeah. guy who's been preparing all year to run your offense. So I don't understand. Like, if you're going to trade him, like, imagine being Kirk Cousins and thrown into well, – let's, let's just say for, for argument's sake, he gets traded back to Washington. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like, what are you going to run? You don't have – Yeah, because it's not Madden. Yeah. Anyways, that's not the fantasy side. I mean, it does affect fantasy for sure, but – Kirk yeah, Cousins is yeah, six thousand yards. So, yeah, the, I think the main thing is I have concern with with Minnesota, yeah, uh, skill players because there's a lot of uncertainty with that team. Totally. All right, so let, let's keep it in in the NFC North over here. Bring it back to our team. Uh, are, are are we concerned about Packers players' fantasy value going forward? I mean, I I, I, yeah, I would I say am. yeah, uh, but. I'm especially concerned this week. My advice, do not start anyone this week from the Packers. Because they're all the bye week, people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think that watching that game made major concerns for me uh, in the way that we've, we cannot start games. There's something wrong. We are not prepared. And so it just affect, affects your fantasy value. Like, for example, the Christian Watson, like, I still think he's injured. And he's playing through that injury uh, because when he caught that pass and was running, normally he would just outrun everyone, get to the end zone. Meanwhile, he got horse tackled. We lost the game because of that uh, great play by the Raiders, but he seems off, but maybe this rest of the bye week coming off, I think he'll be better. I think Jordan Love just has to play better. That, that was really bad. 
And I, I think Max Crosby is a very good player. So please, I'm not being disrespectful here, but he's not like Nick Bosa dominant every single, like they, they, he acted like he was the best defensive player in the whole league. And it's like, he's really good. Like he's top end guy, but he's not the best. And we made him look even better yeah. than he was. So I am concerned about our, our um, like Dobbs, what did he get? Three targets? Are you yeah, kidding me? He's like it all. And then drops it. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so I'm, I am concerned. I just don't know what you can get for these Packers players. The only guy that I'm like walking in with a lot of confidence would be Aaron Jones. But if you have Aaron Jones, you're basically just had not, you haven't played him. You played him one or one week, two weeks max. And then it, it's been awful. So I played him this he week. Comes back <laughs> and he makes the difference. But it's weird that we like our offense just looks awful without Jones. Yeah. Aaron Jones, I, I think is, is a key piece. So like if he does come back healthy after that bye week which I'm hoping he does, then I think uh, he's going to be used a lot. Like, he, but he, he, that hamstring though, you, you just don't know. Like, I've never had a hamstring injury because I don't do things that <laughs> that cause hamstring injury. Like, I'm getting chased, and I haven't got chased in a while. But, <laughs> but I, I, I think Aaron Jones is probably the only guy that I'd be confident with, um, like right out the gate. But yeah, they they, they have issues. Like, like you mentioned, what's his face, Crosby. He made the offensive line look horrible. He looked like an all-time great, like Lawrence Taylor, like let's just wreck havoc, dude. He was like doing just all types of different spots, coming from from different places. And uh, they got to protect Jordan Love. They got to get the holes for the running back. Aaron Jones seems to find him a little quicker. I don't know, or maybe the offensive line just isn't as good because you know I think Bakhtiari, like especially that first week, was there, and the offensive line is just not holding up. But, uh, absolutely, but Jordan Love has to. Has to play better, but he's you know th this young offense, they're just uh, they're all over the place. But yeah, fantasy wise, I think Aaron Jones and, and like I say, hopefully after that bye week, that that thing's all good to go. Because he talked about being 100, percent but then he didn't play. People were yelling at me about it because I was like, <laughs> I, I posted like he's not playing, and they're like, well, he said the other day he's 100. I'm like, yo, I didn't say it. I'm just copying what I'm just telling right. you what the, what the reporters are saying. I'm not uh, I'm not I didn't ask him. Wow, can't believe it. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize that this was all Matt's fault either because I got screwed by Aaron Jones going out too. So um I I I'm I'm a little more optimistic, I think, about the Packers. Uh I'm still holding on to uh Jones, Watson, Dobbs, Love, and uh if you got space for a tight end too, um, I would still feel comfortable keeping Musgrave on my roster. But I mean, I if there is some. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I'm back now. Does it sound right now. Yeah. Um, Dude, up for me. It sounded good. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe it's me then. But, maybe uh, it's just me. <laughs> everything yeah. is your fault, apparently, Matt. It's just Jones, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> my Wi-Fi was breaking up before we started, so could be. Well, I guess my my point is is uh I I wouldn't start you know, Watson or Dobbs with a whole lot of confidence in week seven. But I think if you drafted Watson, there's a good chance that you kind of need to play him. Um, so okay. I think he's still going to do fine. I mean, he's played two games and he was very limited in the first game and he still got you nine points. And then in this game, he got you 10 and that should have been a touchdown. I, I kind of view, I, I've seen a lot of the same things that you you said, Rev Trev, about, 
his run after the catch there, I thought he looked fast. I mean, he started from a stop. Everybody else was running, and he still almost pulled away, if not for mm-hmm. a reach for the horse collar. I mean, he was at a, like a dead stop when he caught that ball. That's true. And he turned around, and to me, it looked like he outran three defenders that were already pretty much running full speed. So I thought he looked fast. I think he's going to be much better after the break because it'll be even healthier. Mm. Um, but the concerns for me is the offensive line, like y'all mentioned, and what I've seen from Jordan Love that concerns me isn't so much his play. It's been his pre-snap, pre-snap recognition. I think he's not setting up his O-line in the right protections when he's not recognizing the blitzes. He's not seeing some of these little things that he should be catching pre-snap. And so I think that's exacerbating our O-line depth issue that we already have, right? Bakhtiari's out for the season. Um, Jenkins has missed a couple of games. Tom's been playing hurt. Um, So I think that coupled with um, not having Aaron Jones, which which just in general having Aaron Jones limits what – how many guys you want to bring if you're the defense, right? If, if you don't have Aaron Jones as a, as a leaking guy leaking out, you, you can bring more guys on a blitz. And I don't think love is recognizing enough of those. I'm not saying he's not recognizing all of them because he is doing fairly good, but I feel like he's missed more than he should mm-hmm. more than I was hoping he would being that he is in his like third year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those are my concerns, but I still like the players and I still think they're going to do fine fantasy wise. Does that mean the Packers are going to win a bunch of games? Not exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still hopeful even through this season, like even even the Packers winning some games. But like that was a game that I felt like they should have won. They didn't oh, play good enough. So I'm not like fantasy wise. I don't think I'd be very confident. And uh, like Aaron Jones, like because I, I think yeah, that those guys I'm are going to be plugging in Aaron Jones. Yeah, for sure. Every time that he's healthy. The other guys, playing. I think that they could be like give or take. Like they could have a game. They could not. Especially, it obviously depends who the Packers are playing. But the way they played last week, I, I expect them to play better. But like if they play like that, then uh, this going to be a love- there's going to be some ruffled game streams for me <laughs> this season yeah. if they don't pick that up which I, I expect them to I don't expect them to turn on and now they're going to you know be a top five team in the league like people think that I just I'm like delusional I just think oh they'll do it. but th- this season I expected some ups and downs some of the downs oh. are, are tough and then hopefully you know they build from that because the offense how, how young it is that's why I think fantasy wise if you got some of these young receivers I, I think who knows like which ones are going to pop up in two or three years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this year, actually the, the next couple of weeks, I'd be cautious. Yeah. Well, the good news is after the bye week, they have Denver, right? Oh, it's okay, in yeah. Denver, which that's good. I mean, I'm, I, I have no choice to start Packers players because the way I've built my teams around uh, in my dynasty leagues, I have, I have Jordan love like an almost every dynasty league. So some of them are, are super flex leagues, and that's my second quarterback. I mean, my next guy is like Mac Jones, and I'm like, no, I'm not starting him. I'm starting Jordan Love because he he had been the fourth best uh, quarterback in all of fantasy. So I, I, I feel like I kind of have to play him in some of these things. But I am concerned about Watson. Uh, but I think, Dakota, you're right. Uh, he's after that bye week, a little bit more rest getting back into the swing of things. Um, I just think uh, just watching them last year to this year, 
obviously a big difference. I felt like his speed wasn't as explosive as was just a little bit more. But yeah, it, it's something to keep an eye on, at least as Packers fans, I think would be important. But if you need if you need some hope, we're playing Denver after a bye week. The problem is, even if we have time, we still don't look good in the first half. So. Yeah, well, Denver, like playing Denver, I didn't really, really think about it. I didn't really think about the schedule. Playing Denver helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, but the Packers really haven't shown anything to be uh, over here talking trash about Denver either. <laughs> Maybe we should pump the brakes. But uh, the, this next pack, one. That's, oh, that's one thing I would like to mention about pretty much all the NFC North players, and, and especially the Packers, is the we we've got one of the, most cakewalk schedules, a very generous schedule um, compared to some other teams. So in general, players in the NFC North, because they have basically the same schedule, right? Yeah. Um, they, they all have generous schedules when it comes to not facing a whole lot of tough defenses. So um, that is one thing to keep in mind when you're when you're picking up a guy that, you know, that uh maybe, maybe this guy's slightly better. But look, sometimes I like to look at, What's it? Who's his matchup when it comes to the fantasy playoffs? Mm-hmm. And the Packers uh, yeah. have a generous matchup when it comes to the fantasy playoffs. So there we go. Okay, this is uh one that Mr. Rev Trev sent. He says there's only one Steeler you need on your roster. Who 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 is that Steeler? It's just Pickens. Pickens. That's what I mentioned in the last game. This is the only guy that you want on your fantasy team that you can trust. Now having um. Uh, Najee Harris is solid, but he has disappointed. And when you have, like we've been saying on this show for weeks, Warren is good and he's outperforming the the RB1 on the team. Like you just can't really trust either guy. I have Warren on my teams, but I haven't played him. The only time I'm going to play him is if it's in a, in a bye week and there's been injuries uh, that's the only time I can play Warren. He's not even – he is not putting up numbers. They're not scoring touchdowns. The whole offense is seriously garbage. Pickens is the only guy you can trust. So that's just my personal opinion on that. I hope that Warren turns it – that gets more points. I hope that uh, Pickett, Pickett uh, scores more, and I hope that uh, Harris does better. But I don't see anything changing in that offense. Uh, and I, I don't even know if it's going to change even if they fire the OC there. So – so you, I, yeah, I, no, I I, I agree, and I am not um, I, I I'm not playing Warren or Harris unless I have to. Um, I think that until we get some something happens, whether you know the Steelers just commit to one guy, which I don't think is likely considering what we've seen, or you know an injury happens, um, you can't really trust either of those guys and. Pickens, yeah, is the only wide receiver. Um, in two QB leagues, you can use Pickett, but otherwise, yeah, you don't need Pickett either. So, so you, you think Pickens is like a guy that should be starting? You should be playing him. I mean, obviously, I don't know if I, guy, I don't know but... if I'd call him a must start, but I think that he's a solid flex, and yeah. um, and he's got really he's got a really high ceiling. I mean, this guy's an electric talent. I. I went out of my way to keep him in one of my keepers leagues. I drafted him last year late and I'm like, I'm keeping this guy and I plan on keeping him again this year moving forward because I think that his upside is so great that, you know, and how cheap I got him. It's, it's, I'm, I'm committed to him, 
I think he's a great player, but is he an every week starter? I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I worry about that offensive line with Pickett. Um, they seem to be a complete mess, and Pickett has not shown a whole lot of consistency. So let, let, let's let oh, – you got something? No, uh, I, I just wanted to say about Pickens, the problem is it, it's feast or famine. So when he gets when he gets 10 targets, he has monster weeks of 20, 20 fantasy points or more. But when he's under 10, he is like 6, 9, 4. He's really tough to trust. So they're in a bye week this week, and they come out and play the Rams the week after that, and then they play Jacksonville and Tennessee. I, I don't know what he's going to do there, but he's the only option. I think he's a, he's a decent flex play because you're hoping for that big thing. So I'm, I'm okay. Plus, Deontay Johnson is coming back, uh, but I don't know. Like uh, That might even help Pickens because that means some of the top-end defenders are going to be playing them as well. So I'm still in on Pickens. He he's only had he's had two major weeks and three bad weeks. Or actually, two bad weeks and one once one one nine midweek. Yeah, yeah. And Pickens's catch radius is just off the charts. That's yeah, the thing is he doesn't even need a good ball to him. He catches everything. Mm-hmm. All right, so look, let let's bounce it back to the NFC North over here. Bears had a big game. Are we believing the Bears' uh, fantasy hype? I I am. Um, I'm like I think. If you don't have a tight end and you picked up Komet, you'd be pretty you'd be pretty happy right now. Um, and I think that Justin Fields is finally looking good. Before he was looking shell shocked. That's two weeks in a row. He's thrown four touchdowns. That's the most he's he'd never thrown four touchdowns in his career. So I'm not saying that the Bears are good. I'm just saying that the fantasy level is. I think that he's starting to look like he did last year in the way of his running. And if he can make those good decisions, I mean, having DJ Moore, as you can see, has really helped. If you had DJ Moore last week, you got 45 points from him. Now, granted, there were some missed tackles and there were some weird things, but he's a solid number one wide receiver on a fantasy team. And he was he's like a tier two guy and he's playing last week. He played tier one. So, I mean, who do the Bears play this week? I'm not really sure. Are they on a bye week as well? I'm not really sure. I don't no, know. they play many. Okay, so yeah, so Minnesota's like as bad as the Bears, so it's yeah. gonna be the, the bottom of the toilet bowl. So this is gonna be fun. I be fun. I uh, I think that Justin Fields is gonna be very good fantasy wise. Um, I I mentioned this last week on the show, and, and I'm gonna double down on this. Is I would still sell high on DJ Moore, and I think you can get a lot for him right now. Um, what do you think you can yeah. get for him? Um, let's, let me, let me pull Sorry, it up. I, I have a, I have a this list is, here. This is off the cuff, people. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it. I, I, I think one guy you could definitely get, um, you can probably get this guy and, and like an RB too, but you could probably go for Puka after Cooper cup came back. I think some Puka owners are maybe worried about that. I'm, I'm not too worried about that. He's still got like 10 targets. Um, what do you think it's straight up? I, I no, I'm saying like you could get Puka and like an RB two or something or or you know yep. flex guy. Yep. Um, and I, I'd be interested in something like that if I was a DJ Moore owner. I think that Puka is still going to put up wide receiver run numbers even without even with Cooper Cup. So 
I'd be looking at guys like that, like get get guys that are maybe not the the big name brand names because a lot of owners, and we can talk about this or we can just lead into the trade strategies, but uh, like a guy like Nico Collins or something, you know, super solid stud. I like him a lot. You can get him and somebody else that's decent depth for you for a guy like DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore is number two or number three overall fantasy guy right now. Fantasy number two, and it's based off of just like two weeks of work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they did, talking about Justin Fields, I, I think Justin Fields is going to be a huge fantasy guy going forward. I mean, I think he has, but I think he's probably one of the top-ranked quarterbacks. The Bears guy that I like a lot is Roshan, and I've mentioned it a bunch. I thought he was better than Khalil, and now Khalil's going to be out for several weeks, they say. Yep. I'd be very interested in getting my hands on Roshan if he's I know, I had still available. Off. I don't think he should be available in many leagues, but I think he's maybe like 60 70% rostered. So he's out there. Um, pick him up if he's there. And if he's not, you know, I don't know. Maybe. I'm picking maybe. him up right now. <laughs> Are you picking him up? Yeah. Wow. I'm, him right. I'm, I'm listening to Dakota right now, guys. <laughs> Drop Justin Jefferson, done. <laughs> as, he, as he drinks a bottle of wine. If, if y'all are worried about me, uh, my wife just really likes the look of this bottle, and she didn't want the wine. She's like, Dakota, just drink this so I can use this bottle for something artsy. So I'm just trying to be a good husband right now. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a rare wife right there where she's like, will you just drink this? Most wives are like, it, you know, whenever I pop a beer, my wife's like, it's 11 a.m. I'm like, I didn't ask the time. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> but I, well, she, so maybe like, didn't, she maybe didn't mean drink it on a weeknight. I don't know. I, I, didn't, mean, like, I didn't listen after she, she gave it to me. <laughs> when did she give it to you, like, 20 minutes ago? She's like, I didn't mean right now. <laughs> just chugging this thing. All right, so we're going to move on. We're going to let you guys school some people, maybe teach people, maybe help some teams over here. Trading 101 strategies. And methods that work. I'll let you guys talk about this one because I sure don't know. Trades scare yeah. me. <laughs> so I'm super, I'm super passionate about this. I've made multiple videos over the years about trading. And so one of the things that I do think that you need to do is not waste your time or another owner's time. So, uh, and what I mean by that is sending just offers that nobody will ever, ever accept. And you're like, well, this is the first initial offer. Don't do that. What you need to do is think about, you look at their team, like what most people do and how they fail on a trade is they only look at what's good for your team. Like, okay, for example, um, I had a friend just call me tonight before before the show, and he says, this guy asked, uh, offered me Mixon and Camara for Cooper Cup, which sounds pretty fair, right? The problem is he already has like, a whole bunch of running backs. Why would he Why would he trade for two running backs for one of the best wide receivers in the league? And he won't even be able to start both of those guys. So he didn't even look at his team and he said, oh, this is a fair offer. Well, but that guy's never going to accept that offer because why would he do that? He's already got enough running backs. So that's why when you're thinking about a trade, you have to not only think about yourself, but you have to think about would this guy actually accept this deal? And I'm not saying that you need to like send your absolute best offer the very first time, but it's got to be good enough that he, he like thinks about it. And if he's not yeah. thinking about it, you're wasting your time and you're wasting uh, his time too. So that's something I think that's really important to think about because right wow. now is trade season. Like people are trying to move assets. They're done. Uh, and just like 
Dakota was saying. Like, if we're talking DJ Moore and you want to sell high on him, oh, there's a lot of people interested. But if you're trying to trade a guy like Deshaun or Christian Watson, that's that's harder to do right now. Or yeah. if you're trying to trade like Mixon, he's been kind of mid, like he's okay, right? And so you're either trading for him because you think he's going to keep getting better. Like those people who traded for Chase early on are laughing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. So so I think those are some important ingredients to making a deal that you actually have to consider. And so sometimes I look at my friends' teams and I'm like, you know what? I, I just can't think of anything that they would actually accept. So I don't send an offer. Sometimes what I'll do is, I know I've been talking for a long time. I'll end with this, is um, what I'll do is like, hey, man, I'm looking at a deal. These are some of the, the, the guys I'd be open to trading off your team. Who interests you off of my team? And that's how I start a conversation instead of sending an offer and then saying, no, that's stupid. You're a moron. You know what I mean? That doesn't help any trade negotiations. And so my my thing is I always go and say, hey, man, I'm looking to do trade. Are you interested in making talking trade? Well, everyone wants to talk trade, right? Not so me. you just say, uh, <laughs> these, are, these are some of the guys that I'm looking off of your team that I'd be interested in. I know some of them you might not be willing to trade, but I'm, I'm willing to go a small trade big trade you tell me where what you want to talk about and who do you want off of but ask them who do you want off of my roster and then if there's guys on there like well you want you want warren or you want you want pickens i'm like okay let's talk right like or you want jordan love off me or or uh joe burrow okay let's let's have a conversation right yeah, yeah, I think it's def- definitely like we talk about looking at other person's team and knowing like what they need or want because it's like trying to sell the tires to someone without a car. It's like you know, it's it, it just like a waste of time. And uh, I'm I'm gonna get to the chat here at, after we get uh, Dakota's take, and uh, I, I see a couple questions up here for you guys. But uh, Dakota, what, what do you got? Um, yeah, I think I think looking at their roster is the biggest thing. Whenever I'm looking, if I've got a surplus, say of running backs. And I'm looking to get a wide receiver. I'm going to go look for the guy that has only like three running backs, right? And he needs a running back. Um, that's you want to make sure you're, you're filling a need on their roster. And then the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, I a lot of people are just like, you know, they tra- they're they're offering trades for for the guy that they want right off the bat, or or maybe that's just a a guy that's not going to be on the table. Like you, you're not going to get most of the time, the guy's number one player. Um, so if this is this guy's star, you're going to have to put up star power in return. I think that the better trades, the type of trades that I do, maybe it's not the better, but like I made a trade um, last week and I got uh, Jameer Gibbs and who was it? Um, well, I got Jameer Gibbs and Pickens, and I sent out uh, Javante Williams and goodness, I can't even remember. Sustain wine. Going <laughs> <laughs> well, Dakota. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm sorry. I got I got uh, Jameer Gibbs and Rasheed Rice, and I traded uh, Javante Williams and Tutu Atwell. I don't really feel good about Javante Williams at this point. No, with, I'm worried too. With uh, McLaughlin, 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 um, doing good two weeks in a row. 
I think that he's going to be coming back to a timeshare. And 2-2 is nice, but with Cooper Cup and Puka, I don't see him holding a whole lot of value week to week. So I liked – I saw he had Gibbs and Rice, two guys that I like that are not putting up a whole lot of stats right now. I I like their futures. Mm -hmm. And the guys on the bottom of my bench already. So in my opinion, I swapped guys on the bottom of my roster and I bolstered my depth um, moving forward in the long term, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Rev Trev? Uh, You know what? I actually like that deal because you're, you're getting upside. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing. Like, I, the, um, well, this one guy in the chat said that Tutu has been on point. Yes, he has been. But and now let's talk about Cooper Cup coming back because I don't care what – like, Tutu's not going to put up the numbers anymore that's going to happen with with a guy like Cooper Cup back. Okay? Yeah. So he's going to be more hit and miss. So you sold Tutu high, mm-hmm. and you're right. Javante Williams, like, he – he is not – it's like um, J.K. Dobbins just wasn't ready for that tr- – like uh, to come back, and they're slowly getting him back. He doesn't look good. So I think that's a really good trade. Now, Gibbs has not been great, and so you're hoping that that, that, that potential is there. They love Montgomery there, but I do think what like the, the getting that wide receiver and potentially a running back – like um, uh, Montgomery could get hurt. So I think that's, yeah, a, that's, good deal. that's a fair deal. Yeah, I think it's a pretty fair deal. And yeah, I, I like the upside the long mm-hmm. the rest of the season for me more. I could and be wrong. Old, we'll find right? out soon enough, I'm sure. But uh yeah. those I are the, those are the type of trades that I'm looking for. Everybody wants to trade, you know, oh, I want to go get Cooper Cup. Well, you're not probably gonna trade Cooper Cup if you have him. Right. All right, so let's get to DK a, for Puka. A, a few um, of these questions. I don't think, do think I'm accepting that if I have Puka. Not straight up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think you can get Puka for DK. Like DK has like four, just they had their bye week, he had like 47 points or something like that. He's not even the top 25. Puka is like your number four. So if the guy will say yes to that deal, do it. Yeah. But or Waddle, he said. I think DK's the guy. I don't think D, you have to give DK plus something to get Puka, in my opinion. Yeah. And same thing with Waddle. Waddle plus something as well for Puka, I think. Oh yeah, yeah that, it's just crazy, crazy right? right? Said, or Isn't this wild <laughs> that we're in week five? We just said that. <laughs> but I would say that, uh, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I think Puka is a guy that you could trade for. I think some guys might be worried about him with Cooper Cup. Um, I, I like this a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay. this next one, Matt. Like this is that's crazy because someone's offering. JT and Aaron Jones or Saquon, I think I would do that deal. Yeah, I, I think I, I mean, I'm not the best person to get advice from, but I, I think that that sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I'd take that. Um, guys, guys like Saquon to me are, if, if they had an amazing year, the next year they're not going to have an amazing year because they always seem to have, you know, hamstring, quad injuries. When it's muscular injuries like that, you know, it, I get concerned about them in back-to-back years. I don't know. That's maybe just in my head. So I like I like that. I would take that. You guys like this? I traded Higgins away for Marquise uh, Brown and Michael Thomas. No regrets. No regrets. Mar- Marquise Brown has been super solid. He's averaging like 15 points, 14 points something. I, I picked him up on waivers in one of my leagues. 
And it has put me in a predicament because I had a guy on the IR and then I had to bring him back. And then I didn't want to drop Marquise. I was like, why would I drop Hollywood? He's doing so well. So I actually played a week without a defense because I didn't want to drop Marquise. And uh, this week now I've had to bring them all back and I dropped my QB two, which broke my heart. And that was Jordan Love. Oh, couldn't be me. All right. Fletcher <laughs> asks, uh, so who do you prefer DK or Waddle rest of season PPR? They're very similar. Very similar. I like DK a lot, but I that offense doesn't seem to be like what it was like a couple of years ago. Even last year, like DK didn't have a monster year. He was good. He wasn't great. I have this feeling that Waddle's just in that offense. If if I had to choose, I, I think they're very similar, but I would say Waddle by a little bit. I, I think they're both good options. But. I think Waddle has the more upside. Yeah. But you're you're banking on you know things happening. Um, I think DK has the higher floor. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of like higher floor guys. Yeah. Yeah, higher floors are good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, so, this guy that who who yeah. said above that comment there, the Cooper Cup is going to get injured. Can I just speak to that just for a quick second? So he says Cooper Cup is going to get injured because of that hamstring puka and Tua will be the ones. Okay. You're speculating. I think you're saying, you know, why? Because he he was injured this year. He's had some injury issues. You need to think about Cooper Cup like you think of uh, McCaffrey. When McCaffrey was injured, everyone was like, no, he's done. He's not going to. He's older now. He comes back. Listen, this is the elite of elite guy. So you got to think of. Cooper Cup's in that echelon as the best wide receiver in football. You know what I mean? He's in that conversation. It's Jefferson. It's Cup. You know, I think Devontae Adams is still there when he's healthy. But, like, there's guys – I mean, Shamar Chase is kind of in there. My, I don't even think he's even in that conversation with those guys. I don't think he's as talented. But, but you know, a lot of people like to argue with me. So, I don't think that you – like, you can say that, and but you don't know that that's going to happen. You, this is all speculation. I, I think if you could get Cooper Cup at a cheaper rate because some guy's worried about his injury, go for it. This guy is a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. And and that that uh that was my boy Danny, so shout out to him. All right. So, but I don't agree with his take. <laughs> should anyone uh, pick up Chase Claypool now that he's on the Dolphins? Because I, I, I did, <laughs> but well, I had to rule yeah, because he was there, and I had a I had a spot available, so I'm like, hey, come on board. And I, I did, obviously I don't plan on starting, but like you never know what's gonna happen like with that offense. So it's like that that offense is doing some stuff. So if if he does start to pop off, like oh, he's a good option, especially if uh, it's like a bye week. But like I don't expect him to do anything anytime like really quick. Well, they're saying but, they're uh, gonna use him potentially like a tight end, which is intriguing. I mean. It was like two years ago where Jacecki had a really good year um, there, but I don't. I mean, in in a league like yours, Dynasty, where you got a long bench, sure, yeah, pick him up. And in most leagues, redraft and shorter benches, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not picking him up. Yeah, 
Um, I, I, think this, I think this is uh, interesting, though, and maybe is worth mentioning, bringing up, uh, we talked about the Rams receivers, and this is a similar situation to the Falcons. I think somebody commented about it. I can't remember who it was, but. Uh, yeah, it was the Jefferson one. Yeah. Jefferson question. That is a good question. Actually, it's up higher with uh, before the Puka thing there so basically he says should i would jefferson be a good pickup after that trade between the falcons and the rams uh, actually that's a that's a really interesting question i think that i think taking a flyer on jefferson is actually a good idea why not go for it uh, you can't start jefferson right now but pick him up it's just like claypool i'm i'm not picking up play uh, claypool in any league uh, but if I had to and I wanted to do a flyer, why not? Go for it. And just yeah. put him on the bench. And like Matt was saying, just wait and see. There's nothing wrong with having him because if he goes off for, uh, with the Falcons, then all of a sudden, you know, he's going to get picked up and it's going to cost you a lot of fab and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's a good idea to pick him up. I don't know. I would just wait before I started um, actually. Yeah, like if, if you got room, like eventually like, like Dynasty, like you just got – spots because i have guys that i've never played i really probably won't and so if something else comes up better i'll you know i'll, I'll gladly especially i think uh i had jamal williams i put him on ir so i had an extra spot but uh let's bring up one here uh should i be chilling if i have puka and cup yes yeah. <laughs> you should be Michael very Hillen. thankful <laughs> you should you should yeah, have Start those guys all, right. all right, so let's get to the last one I got over here. Uh, who to start, who to sit. So are, are there some guys that uh, you think you should sit down that our guy maybe like normally don't or a lot of bye weeks are, are starting to pop off? Who, who are some guys that can, can help fill those? Mm -hmm. oh, that's a good question. I'm uh, good with questions, not good well, I was kind of thinking that like, <laughs> Maybe some people in the chat could put in some of their thoughts for this. Uh oh, who yeah. Start and who start to sit. Like, if you guys have some start sit questions, like, like uh, Lyle Marshall there said that Je Jeff Wil Wilson Jr. is he the backup to uh, Mozart? And I'm like, yeah, I think he is with that injury. I think that's the guy you want. But um, I. I don't know. I wouldn't be. I don't know. I guess you might be even starting Jeff Wilson this week. You know, if if that that might be like a flex play that you might just yeah. want to go for. Because I'd be if, I'd be worrisome starting Jeff Wilson. I do own Jeff Wilson in like two leagues. I've, he's been sitting on my IR. Um, he obviously um, at 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 chain or at, how you pronounce it. Um, he's he's going to go. He's going to miss at least two to three weeks, it sounds like, and potentially IR. So he might miss four. Um, Jeff Wilson, like I've said before on this, he was the starting running back going into the preseason. He was the starting running back at the end of last year over Mostert. Um, and he looked good. So first game back, Mostert still might get more carries, right? He's missed five weeks. Um but I think he's worth picking up if he's available and he could be a, a flex play if you're in some bye week jams. Yeah. All right. We got another one. Lyle, the same person. He said, I'm sitting uh, Brian Robinson, Jr. Starting Elvin Kamara and Isaiah 
that's our name. Pacheco. There you go. <laughs> so I, I think this is interesting um, because Brian Robinson has had um, a really good start to the season, and then he had some kind of just okay games. And then last week, everybody thought he was going to have a massive week against Chicago. And he only had six carries. And uh, that it was weird. But at the same time, Sam Howell was dealing. And at the other part of it is is the Bears just jumped off to a huge lead. Um, so I think that Brian Robinson kind of got, you know, it just wasn't good with the way the game went. Um, I still like Brian Robinson. I mentioned it from the beginning. And uh, I think, Rev Trev, you were team a- Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm fine with start. I think Pacheco should start over him. Pacheco, the last two weeks, has really shown that he's got a role now. Um, they kind of started in a committee, and he's taken over. Um Kamara, I mean, he he seems to be getting better and better each week. What did he do last Dude, week? Dude, he's a monster. You got to start him. Like, he's gotten 14, almost 15 fantasy points week one coming off the suspension. He's got 17 this week. I think I think you have to start him because Robinson hasn't done that yet. I mean, Robinson I think, had like 30 points in like week two. That's right. That's true. My bad. <laughs> But, but I think, uh, but, I think but, you've got to start Kamara. I think what he's saying floor, here in, in theory is right. Could he be wrong? Absolutely. And that's just the part of fantasy. I think it's safer to play the two guys he's wanting to do. Yeah, that's I would agree with that. Him. I just I just want to say that. I think that it's it's close between Robinson and Kamara. It is. But yeah, I'd so still start Kamara and I wouldn't even I wouldn't lose any sleep over it. I would lose sleep over it. Would you? <laughs> but but uh, you know, I I I think I agree. I think I would start Kamara as well. They're playing Houston. Um, yeah, they, he's gonna have a monster week. Yeah, it could be really nice. I mean, Washington had a good matchup too, though. I think who's Brian Robinson playing? But Brian Robinson is the running back ten on the year, mm-hmm. and they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's actually been pretty tough on the run run game. I feel like. I mean, at least they shut us down. We got what, Christian Kirk or AJ Brown. Starting AJ Brown. I love Kirk, but AJ Brown is just the guy up there. I think he, if you, I think you need to start both of them somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You they, need they, to, you need to start AJ Brown, and then you, if you can, start Christian Kirk in your flex. He, yeah. he has been fantastic this season. He was fantastic last. Year. He had over two hundred fantasy points last year. And uh, everyone's like, Ridley's the guy. He's consistently putting up points. So if if you have to pick one or the other, you have to start your stud, which is AJ AJ Brown. Oh, he also has DJ Moore. Can you start all three of those guys, dude? Your team is all of a sudden turning into the most stacked wide receiver for a great setup going. I I will say this. Jacksonville has spent two weeks straight in London, and now they're traveling back. I could see a little, uh, you know, slow start or something with them just kind of adjusting back. So 
life in the lower 48. Yeah, yeah like, so, there's go got to be a flex spot there that you can put Kirk, Kirk in. You've got to start D.J. Moore and A.J. Brown. That's no-brainer. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, what what with a flex spot? Unless you got some crazy – if you stack that wide receiver and running back, I, I mean, just congrats. <laughs> saying, is that all one team? Wild. <laughs> what in who you got for running backs? That's what yeah. we want to know now. You got us interested. Yeah, Lyle actually does uh, some content on fantasy football. If it's a person I'm thinking about, which I think it is, uh, he he's a, he, he knows his fantasy football stuff. Hey, well, you see this D's nuts? My name is Jeff. <laughs> this, this guy's this is okay. So is this is this a dynasty league? This yeah, is a said, great question. Give Garrett Wilson for Justin Fields. Fourteen man. I have Richardson. If this is a redraft league, I do this deal right now. If this is a dynasty league, then I hold off. Yeah. I mean, you still might even want to do it, but Garrett Wilson's a stud. It's a redraft. Dude, right now, go to your computer, hit accept. (laughs) I don't care what's going on. Are you you offering this trade or or have you been offered this trade? Right. Please, yeah, because I'm not accepting that if I if it's straight up if, and I have Justin Fields and somebody asks me if I want Garrett Wilson, I'm like, no, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> He's not funny, it was Jeff. That's, Dude, awesome, th- that's a good, that's a good YouTube handle. You right should there. follow my channel just because of that, that buddy. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get, uh. I my my Twitter name used to be Cheesy Don't Cracker, and I used to get comedians to follow me just because my name was cool. And I think that's what he's doing there. It's a good name. AJ <laughs> yeah, Brown, you got offered it, so you got to hit that accept button right now. Yeah, yeah. If you got to offer that, accept that. Oh, we got Lyle's back. He said, uh you got oh, AJ right. Brown, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Devonta no, Smith, and Joshua. Yeah, Palmer. we need the running backs, Lyle. But also amazing that you also have Devonte Smith. You got a really good wide receiver core yeah, there. That's insane. <laughs> is there <laughs> anyone eight? else in your is league? The, is this an eight-man uh, league? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you had to do. You just had to get in a league with like a bunch of idiots, you know. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. And it, oh, Matt. That's why I was. That's why I was invited to this one. <laughs> who did you beat in your league, Matt? You got to drop these names because you, you you got a bunch of big bloggers. You got to be name them for us so we can talk smack to them on yeah, Twitter. And that you keep beating them. Yeah. Because you yeah. have friends that are helping you out. Yeah, I I, I got to look here. Uh, okay, right now, oh my gosh. That doesn't. Yeah, that's an amazing wide receiver. Who was court. that? Oh yeah, that was actually uh, Zach. The I think he writes for CBS. Jacobson, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure because it it's like usernames. Yeah. Oh, hang on. But uh, yeah, that, that that's who that is. And, and then last week I beat Tom Crabtree. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You, you dropped Tom Crabtree. I was like, you need to start name dropping all these guys because yeah, yeah. And we can start smack talking them. They suck at fantasy compared to you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was uh, this week was Zach. Hey, uh, can we throw up that one by Derek? He's put it in twice. It's the redraft one. So redraft 10 team, 0.5 PPR, two flex, send Alave and Madison and get Pollard. I, I mean, if I can get Pollard for that, I'd do it. Sorry. Mm, depends on what else you have. Pollard, I mean, Pollard's been terrible, dude. Uh, two bad weeks. I wouldn't call it terrible. Okay, but has he been good? I, I've got him in but one I mean, of my leagues. But I mean, you went against San Francisco. Like what did you expect? <laughs> okay, so he's he's like RB maybe twelve to fifteen. 
Okay, and so he's in 21 week one, 16, 13, 7, 4. He's going down every week. Yeah, well, I want to say one thing about fantasy players. If you have your team stud and you get to go up against Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick always takes away the one guy. He, he may not stop your whole team, but he's going to make sure that one guy, your one guy, which is Pollard for the Cowboys, yeah. isn't going to get his. And Pollard didn't get his against New England. Um, and then San Francisco, what did you expect? San Francisco is just dominant. Okay, but let's um, talk about going forward, though, Dakota. So so that's going to be a big week next week. Then they go on bye week. Then they come out and play the, the Rams. That's a good good defense. And then the, the Eagles. So you could actually wait. You could wait a few weeks. You might be able to get them for cheaper, you're saying? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I mean, you will, you're, if you're going to trade for them now, you're going to have one good week, you're going to have two, and then a bye week, and then two awful weeks, and then all of a sudden it starts getting good. I, I would I would trade for him after before that Philly game. One, because that Philly team, even though the defense has been really good, they've given up a lot of yards per carry. Yeah, good point. Um, But – what but, I'm saying, uh, Dakota, I, can, though, I, maybe, I hear what you're saying. I, I I think you're okay to wait if if you can wait, right? Um, but uh, I mean, Pollard's value is probably it might get a little bit lower. I mean, the Chargers aren't very good defensively, so he should have a good week next week. He should bounce back. No, I, I guess it, it. What it is is that it's right now is the time. You're not going to get him for a lower deal. Olave and Madison. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you. I'm I'm changing my mind. I'm I'm going with Dakota. Now's the time to get Pollard. Do the deal, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I like this one. Should I trade Jefferson and Josh Allen for Tua and Jamar Chase? Also, I have Tua. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you trading away Tua and Jamar? Because no. <laughs> yeah, you're getting I'll... Tua and Jamar. Yes, because we don't even know if Jefferson's coming back anytime soon and yeah uh, two is just as good as josh allen right yeah I, I would say no to that but uh if you if you're getting Tua and jamar oh yeah for sure if you're getting yeah but, uh, but he says I, he has Tua, so i'm kind of confused by the way he phrased that but, yeah uh, well, well, josh Lyle. allen's number one uh quarterback right now Tua is what seven yeah. Hmm. To a, I have him as five on this, but it depends on the scoring, I guess. Yeah, we, we come over here to Lyle. I think he's he's talking about more of his team. He's got uh, Mark Andrews, Josh Allen. Oh, we need to see Russell. the running back. Actually, that's like stop bragging to us about all your receiving crowds. <laughs> yeah, he's probably one of the worst running backs in history. Yeah, <laughs> what's going I got on here, all Lyle? Those except for Josh, you don't Allen. want to mention these running backs for some reason. <laughs> but, but if, if that because so he has those wide receivers and those quarterbacks, like he's are you five and oh or what? Yeah, you should be. All right, Unless here, here's you're not a good starting the right guys. That's why you're watching this channel. <laughs> here's here's a good one. Uh pick three to start. Uh I'll let you read these ones. Uh, Bijan, CD Lamb, Kenneth Walker, Kamara. Oh, that's that's three good. So CD Lamb well, okay. So you wait a minute. There's there's a wide receiver in that you ha I mean you have right. to start CD Lamb if, right I know he I'm has guessing he's putting on. CD in his flex is what he's saying which means that he's probably got a pretty good wide receiver setup Vinny um, I'm loving it 
<laughs> Good I heard someone say sell high on Kenneth Walker today, which was really intriguing because the Charbonnet was is is eaten into his production. I thought that was really interesting. I think you have to. I don't know is Bijan. I don't have Bijan in any league because he was just going way too high, in my opinion. So yeah, he was going. I didn't the same thing. I didn't I'm get just him. Going to look at Bijan. So Bijan, Bijan's running back eleven game. that I see. Yeah, you got to start good. I think you're sitting. I think you sit CD. Yeah. Those, if I had those three guys and I had to start three of them, I'm I'm starting all the running backs. Yeah, I would agree. And praying that Dallas continues to suck. <laughs> yeah, and for not for whatever reason, not UCB. Oh my gosh. Look at that. There's Lyle no way. There's no way, Lyle. Come on. You have those. What do you what did you do? You start Russell Wilson a couple weeks? Yeah, what are you doing out there, Lyle? <laughs> <laughs> That that is a good team, but Russell Wilson even he he's been getting some points. He is. I mean, he's consistently like not the greatest, but I think it's because they're always losing. <laughs> he does all right. But, hey, uh, um, before before we uh, end here, I would just like to say, um, Amari De Mercado was a stud at TCU. Super athletic kid, uh, really quick, really quick. And I actually picked him up in one of my leagues um, when I got to put a guy on IR last week. And now Connor's out. Connor's maybe only out for like two to three weeks, maybe less. I don't know exactly. But uh, I, w- I like him as a flyer right now. Well, who do you like better, Roshan or him? Oh, I like Roshan better. Roshan's, Roshan's clearly got um, – I think I think Roshan was already getting a, a fair amount of carries and and – Herbert's going to be out for a while. Connor, we don't know for sure, but uh, he's going to be out at least a couple weeks. Um, I think that DeMarcado is a good roll of the dice. You'll be able to plug him in right away, and he might end up having some good rest of the season value. There you go. All right, well, I think we're going to wrap this thing up, but uh, I think I think next week what, what I'm going to do, because I think a lot of people, I, I think it's cool asking questions and, like, you guys just going over it. So I think I'm, I'll set up an email. People can email questions. We'll pull from it. I'll put up the graphs on the screen, and we'll answer the question. Because I think that's better than uh, even just rambling around is uh, asking people like this, the real questions that they have, and then of course my questions because I, I'm gonna keep this win streak. I got a win streak going over here. You know that's what I mean? Oh, Matt! <laughs> we got ourselves a win streak. That's beautiful. Hey, Rapture, have you had one of the guy that I that you mentioned in the chat, and I think we should talk about him. Um, I'll let you say something though, but. Josh Downs, dude, there's 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 a swell going around, and you need to get on this guy. Josh Downs is a rookie wide receiver who's potential breakout potential. He's awful with Richardson, awful. But listen, Minshew mania is here, guys, <laughs> and he's amazing with Minshew. You got to get him on your rosters. Pick him up this week. That's a waiver wire ad. You don't even have to spend much on him. You yeah, can put like maybe seven dollars max, if that. You won't even yeah. be able to get him for three. That is yeah, the, that's what I was the week. lock of the week. Pick him up. Let's go. That's the lock of the week. He said. Lock I don't know if week. I go that far, but I do like him a lot. I, I agree. I like him, and, and and like I've been banging on the drum for like two weeks now. Is uh, Rasheed Rice still go get him? He's yeah. still only owned in like 23%. He did pretty good last week. Um, and I only expect that his role to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. So get Rasheed yeah. Rice too. 
Yeah, and the last thing I want to mention as we close up here is, um, you know, like it's it's been super fun going through and, and doing this with all you guys. But hit us up on Twitter. If you go to Matt's uh, thing, he always retweet. He always tweets out, "This is the show." He tags us in there. We'd be happy to give some advice during during the week as well. Some of you guys are like, "You're not answering my questions." We're trying to get all of them, but we're still available for you guys. So yeah. you know, Rev Trev is is my Twitter handle, and uh, definitely hit up uh, Dakota as well. We'll be happy to answer those yeah. other questions for you guys. I'm Dak yeah, Mitch. Yeah, and, and 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 Rev Trev, you got a you got your own YouTube channel as well, where yeah. where you do some stuff. But uh, I I will set up an email, and people can ask questions. You can email me, and in the same email, if you want to know their contact information or whatever, uh, I'll, I'll 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 let you know how you can contact them on Twitter, or whatever. And uh, I think you know we're doing some good for the fantasy football folks. You know what I mean? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, be sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, whatever, subscribe to the Matt Ramage Show. You can go to themattramage.com, find all my links, all my stuff, my merch from my guy Dakota over here. And uh, die hard today. You know what I mean? You know, we got to remember. It's been a bit, it was kind of a bad night last night, but we're still packing. Oh, yeah, fans, right? yeah it, it was a rough one, but uh, thank you all for tuning in. Go pack, go, and uh, hope you, you know, good luck this week in fantasy football. Yeah.